When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, <laughs> Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Mike Bryant. Got everybody all lined up and ready to go. We have the frozen... What can we frozen thought out. The thaw's it's out. nice. It's in the 30s. It's beautiful here. Winter, Fred? Yeah. Winter Fred. Winter there Fred. we go. Oh, that's a good hey, one. oh Winter Fred. Very good. I like Very it. Good. I like it. Win- we'll be right back with Winter Fred. Right <laughs> <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand new vehicle. It's got bird's eye parking. So when you're Backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. How are you doing today? We've got marvelous. We've got roads uh, freezing and unfreezing because of the temperatures. And so this is one of the places where people get going way too fast in the morning or way too fast at night. And they go around a corner or they come off a highway and go on an off ramp. And next thing you know, they're in the ditch. And so this is a great time to slow down, give yourself time, and get there safe. Bradshaw Walzer Automotive Group, <laughs> Walzer.com. <laughs> I had to do it to you. Have you ever seen this walks as well? Look at mine. The people on the street have all seen better times. See, if I do that again, I can't, I can't pause to think if I should do it or not. I should just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Just commit. Just commit. Just Come commit. on, Tom, commit. So is Winterfred on the phone? Yep. I old am. Lady on the phone. Winter, old, old Lady Winter. Old Lady Winter. Good God. Oh, good God. So at what point okay. did you think that was a bad choice to head down there for the, for the, the, uh, the warmth? Uh, well, <laughs> I know the one weekend out of the year I choose to go visit my friends is a week that they're going to have the snowstorm from hell, and then I can't leave. <laughs> and, oh, God. Um, 
I had to rebook our flight four times, four times to get home. Um, every time we would rebook, I, it would get canceled. Um, I, I don't know if there's a miscommunication between the airlines and airports, but Delta was booking flights for an airport that was had a hard close. They had no power. They had no water at the airport. So oh, I, God. I, I, you know. It it was bad. It was, you know, not the vaca- ideal vacation that I had hoped for, and I have dubbed this the National Lampoon's Winnie's Weekend Getaway. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Winnie's Weekend Getaway. You damn right. Um, Where were you oh, in I know, Texas? In San Antonio. Okay. We got hit pretty hard there. Ooh, I love, um, it. love, San, love San, Antonio. San Antonio. I know, Great and town. it was well. The first couple of days we got, I got there, I mean, it was cold and cloudy, not the greatest weather, but it was tolerable. It's like what it is today, just cloudy. It was in the mid to upper 30s, 40s, kind of rainy. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, they were saying, okay, we got some snow coming, some ice, so just stay at home, don't be on the road. So we just decided we're just going to chill at the house. Little did we know that the power was to go out which caused the pipes to freeze, which caused the pipes to burst, which caused the water being shut off. So it was like I was, my friend, she's like, at this point we're naked and afraid and we don't know what to do. And they were looking to me, being a Minnesotan, uh, what do we do? What do we do? And I'm like, there's nothing we can do. (laughs) Turn on the generator? Exactly. Well, we... We had a generator, but then nobody had oh. the, all the gas stations around there were shut down because they didn't have water. They didn't have power. So all gas pumps were shut down. Um, people were scrambling to the stores. Uh, the grocery stores were completely wiped out, the ones that were open. Um, so I guess somebody, there was an altercation at some store in San Antonio. Somebody got shot over some milk. Ooh, in Texas, that's um, shocking. God. <laughs> I know, right? That's gold. Um, but luckily Wednesday, cause I was supposed to come home on Valentine's day and mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So Wednesday we finally got a hotel that had power and water. Now they're <laughs> under a, a, a boil restriction that if you're, if you do have water, you need to boil it before you use it. Um, and it, you know, and my, my friend was seeing a lot on, on social media that how Texans can't handle this weather. And it's not really the people that can't handle it. The, the government of Texas completely failed the whole state because they, they have this thing called, because they're on their own independent power grid. Yep. They're not. And they have this thing called ERCOT, which is the Environmental Reliability, which they're not very reliable right. anymore, um, uh, Council of Texas. And what they do is during the summer months, they have an expanded power grid to cover, you know, all the AC that people are using and stuff. Well, they take that offline during the cooler months and they couldn't get that back online because it takes a couple of weeks for oh. it to get back online. So that's why the power grids were failing because they didn't have enough to handle the capacity that was going on. And, um, and, of course, when everyone lost power, that's when pipes froze. Um, my friend's house, they have pipes burst all over the place. They have roof oh, damage. God. They're, and what And what sucks, too, is their pool outside, it's cracked God. now because when the power went out, it caused the pool oh, pump to God. stop, which wasn't, which was, <laughs> so 
<laughs> we were taking the pool water and filling toilets so we could go to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, nice. you know, it, it was just one of those series of unfortunate events that happened. But I finally made it home yesterday. I'm back in the cold tundra of Minnesota, which actually is gorgeous outside today. But it <laughs> it was just a fiasco. But we tried to make the best of it and, you know, try to keep each other's spirits up. Did you and just handle it, handle it as best we could. Did you see any of the signs that people were having problems with livestock or with animals because they weren't able to get them water? Uh, no, see, I I was hearing all this sorts of stuff. I mean, there's actually an apartment building that was close to their home caught fire because the water heater was completely drained, and oh, the water God. heater started on fire. And then the fight they had no, and of course with the water being shut off, none of the emergency sprinkler systems in the apartment worked and so yeah i think a couple people died in that fire um and then the fire trucks ran out of water uh i mean it was just it was just a complete i i told them i said this is what happened (laughs) well it's like you know it's like this is when (laughs) government fails you know this is what happened and you know, there's talks of lawsuits now, and it's the funny well, what, thing is, what's, this is what's interesting oh, though is um, Texas has in, has enjoyed very low power costs because of what they do, mm-hmm. and it also costs mm-hmm. a lot less to run air conditioners than it does heaters. Um, mm-hmm. It takes a lot more power to heat than it does to cool. And, yeah, mm. you're right. I mean, the fact that they just don't have to use heating most of the time, they're just, they aren't prepared for it. I, I don't, and, and their power grid was was due for upgrades, and I I don't remember what happened. I believe that they have introduced bills to do so, but just, you know, I think it's because people like cheap power, they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some so of this was so unexpected. You know, yeah. um, that it sh- I know, you know, but they should plan for it, right? Well, maybe. I mean, I mean, it, they have, hur- they the have hurricanes whole... in Texas. They have they have uh, tornadoes. They have natural disasters in Texas. They should yeah. be ready for this kind of thing. All governments should be. Well, it's that's the debate that goes on is what you need to be ready for and what you don't. Um, I, well, I think this was unexpected enough. I mean, if it happened again next year and they weren't ready for it, then I think there'd be yeah. more of a attack. But I, I do think it gives people some some pause to at least think about other things that they point out and say they should have been ready for this or that, that sometimes government can only do so much. Well, and they, I mean, Earthcott even, they, it came out that the reason why, because they're like, well, why are the wind turbines freezing? Yeah. Because they use a lot of wind power down there. Well, they don't freeze. The problem is, is that they didn't want to pay for the winterized wind turbines because they were oh, more expensive God. than the basic wind turbines. So that's why, and I'm thinking, you know, Texas, it gets cold. And when, uh, what is a tur- uh, wind turbine stand about 200 feet in the air? I'm not I don't know the exact height of them, Could but yeah. up there it, get, it gets yeah. even it gets even colder. So you think you would kind of splurge a little bit to make sure that you splurge. have winterized splurging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Splurging. I mean that's that's something you don't go cheap on. Yeah. That's basically right. your main source of power. Because if they did, if they didn't have those turbines start to freeze up, they could have sustained the power. 
is better than they did. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it was so funny, too, because, like, all the customers, the power customers in Texas, during this outage and everything else, they sent out emails saying that their rates were going to go up. (laughs) You're like, screw you. Yeah. You oh know? yeah, they were and getting they bills for like five thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand was the last one. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. Yep. This guy with a nine nine hundred square foot house got a bill for five thousand dollars. Are you <laughs> from kidding? Last week? What? Yeah, because yeah. they had to yep. buy electricity or something, or I don't remember what it was. But they yeah. they were able to get bills out that quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, apparently, yep. because, and it was funny too because somebody put up a meme. This is how am I how I'm keeping warm in Texas during this crisis. And somebody had a stack of their power bills burning. And <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I yeah. like it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just got a call from a Governor Abbott in Texas. He said, keep Cassie in Minnesota. It was her fault. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> it's kind of a coincidence that you arrive. <laughs> I know. Well, Texas wanted me to feel at home. It, you know, yeah. Minnesota's yeah, cold exactly. this time of year. They wanted sure. me to feel, you know, the comfort of home. And but yeah, I I, have, I feel really bad for the people in Texas. They're they're pretty. I mean, I think right now with the weather starting to warm up, I think today it's supposed to be like seventy yeah. there. They hit the seventies. Um, yeah. yep. According to somebody I talked yep. to today, although she said you still couldn't buy a Coke in that town. Really? I, th- mm-hmm. There's so much. Th- yep. Well, I I found Coke. I found my diet coke. But, um, oh, okay. Let's straighten that out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, you it, hear heroin too, Mike Molina. So. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, yeah. Mexican coke. <laughs> yeah, I want that Mexican coke. <laughs> Still one, one of the funniest stories ever. of all time. I know I that was that, that was a great one, but yeah, it's just one of those. But I think people are spirits start to come back in Texas. At least I hope. Now everyone's assessing the damage and trying to get it done. Um, but now yes. people are having problems getting insurance claims. So, oh, you know, God. the insurance companies, the insurance companies are like, well, you should have been prepared. Well, th- this is something you can't, because building codes, they don't build houses down there the way we do up here. Nope. They don't do no. things like that. Right. So it's like, right. I have a feeling that's going to change too. They're going to start upping their building codes to winterize homes better and stuff. I mean, Luckily, my friends had a gas fireplace that we huddled around for four days. <laughs> mm. You know, it was just, oh, God. And it's, and it's those small things in life that you take for granted every day, like a shower. I had to go five days without a shower. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. oh, got to have priorities. It, <laughs> I know, right? I need, I need to be clean. I need to shower and... So, but I, I made it through the, te- they call, they're calling it Snowvid down there because hmm. dealing with COVID Snow-vid. and now snow, they're calling it the Snowvid, Snowvid of Texas of 2021. Although I have survived and I'm going to get a t-shirt made. Most places are open in Texas, right? <laughs> yes. So, it, things yeah. are starting to open up. They started getting back water because the electric grid got back online and now the water pumps because there's places that were water. closed with COVID that wasn't covered by insurance that got damaged that because they weren't <sighs> open or having problems with trying to make a claim uh. because they weren't opened and it's there's uh, so many it'll be interesting to see where we get with some of the litigation on uh, insurance so policies many. right yeah so many ways of well, not paying people yeah <laughs> God. well I know and there you know there's 
there's some state officials that are trying to put the word out on how Texans can word this properly to their insurance companies so they don't get denied a claim. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, you know, I, we're just going to have to keep an eye on the news and see how things go. And I'll keep in touch with my friends in Texas and some of, just kind of take it day by day. Some of those Texas tort reformers might rethink some of their views about lawsuits. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. And then, the, and then the whole fiasco with Ted Cruz. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was just a bad just call. Abandoning. Oh, I know. And then it was crazy and, to try to lie about it and say it was one day and then try to make it. It was just, yeah, it was just a bad call. Yeah, so te- right. right now Texans are in a bad mood, but they'll get through it. They're, yeah. they're strong, hearty people. All right, Cassie, way to destroy Texas. Way to go. I'm sorry. I'm a disaster. You are a disaster. All right. Thank you, my dear. Hello, Dave. You can visit, though, Cassie. Yeah, exactly. Don't go to California. Don't go there. (laughs) Probably break off and float off into the ocean. Cassie set foot in California, just broke off from the rest of the United States. Thank you, Cassie. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Sure, Tommy. Theory Z Media started two years ago as a digital media agency. They wanted to build it their way, the same way our team built the bank, to do what they love, but also in the way that suited their lives and growing families. We helped them navigate the Paycheck Protection Program loan process when the pandemic started so they could keep expanding their business. The pandemic hit many local businesses hard, and I know North American Banking Company has been right there to help many of them. Right, and it's something we're continuing to do as a bank that is invested in the growth and success of our customers and the community. Theory Z Media is now a million-dollar company and are growing with the help and resources that our team was able to provide. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to Cassie for calling in. Uh, She was stuck in Texas for, what, eight days? 
Yeah, I think so. Something I think like it was that, eight yeah. days she was stuck in Texas. <laughs> oh, I was going to mm. ask her what, what the cancellations, what happens with, you know, like if you don't have a hotel room or you don't have some place, you're Boy, sleeping that. in the airport for eight days or five days? Could be. Trying to get a flight? Ugh. Could be, ladies and gentlemen, work has been hard to come by during the pandemic. Why has work been hard to come by? Every building I drive by says help wanted. Yeah. Why do they keep saying well, work has been Because so many places by? have been closed by the government. Well, yeah. yeah. The, well, particularly restaurants, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But America's work ethic in general remains strong. WalletHub wanted to find out which U.S. cities have the hardest workers. And so the site looked at 116 of the country's biggest cities across nearly a dozen metrics in two main categories. Direct work factors, which include everything from the average number of hours in a work week and the unemployment rate to the share of employees who let their vacation time go untouched. And indirect work factors, including average commute time, yearly volunteer hours per resident, how much leisure time uh, people build into their lives. Alaska's Anchorage, uh, well, we'll tell you how that went. Okay, I have a question for you. If you had a guess, the hardest working city and the least hardworking city, what would you guys guess? Hardest working city, I think I'd go with like a space thing, like Houston or or uh, maybe, nah, nah. I'd, I'd go with, with Houston or Denver. Houston or Denver. Okay, Andy? I couldn't even begin to guess. <laughs> I don't Alex, I whatever. I don't know. Whatever. You don't know either. Okay, so we so we're at where are we not? Where where did we end up? We ended up somewhere in Texas. Houston or Denver? Houston, Houston or Dallas? Oh, that's right, Houston, Denver. Al, uh, Catherine. Uh, I would say maybe agricultural places mm. yep. like Minnesota. Well, there you go. The hardest working cities from number ten to number oh, one. Uh, Denver is number 10. Corpus Christi, Texas, Norfolk, Virginia, Austin, Texas, San Francisco, uh, Irving, Texas, Washington, D.C., Virginia Beach, Virginia, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Anchorage, Alaska is the number one direct work fact- well, factors category. What else, all, you gonna do, what else are you going to do in Anchorage? Yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of negative. Well, the, people, you, the people who work at the port, oh, God, yeah, they work yeah. Yeah, 12, 14-hour days all the time because there's, there's always something to do, and there's a lot of poverty over there, so yep. the more you work, the less poor you are. Tw- a scary place, though. It's like death is just part of the deal. It's like, oh, oh Bob died yeah. yesterday. Well, it's not yeah. a good job. <laughs> you know? Yikes. Okay, now, mm-hmm. which is the least hardworking city in America? Least hardworking city in America. I would go with New Orleans yeah. or, let's see, New Orleans or Las Vegas. Probably. Catherine? Those are pretty good guesses, I yeah. would New Orleans, say. Las Vegas, Those Alex? Gu- Those are good guesses, yeah. Okay, Dandy. I don't know. Maybe somewhere in like Mississippi. I was gonna say, or somewhere in the South. Yeah, like. Actually, you guys missed a big one because it was really easy to guess. But I'm gonna go from the tenth worst to the absolute worst, mm-hmm. the the least hardworking city in America. Okay. So the number ten least. Uh, well, they just call it slacking cities that are slacking. Seattle. Uh, <laughs> number ten would be Fresno, California. Okay. Number nine would be New Orleans. You got okay. it. You nailed it. Uh, then you got San Bernardino, California. Then you got Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, then you got no. Prin- 
<laughs> it just oh, is, no, no. everywhere of, you've ever lived. There's a lot of things they don't, you know, they don't pay taxes on in Providence that may not show up in the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, you're not going to like these numbers, man. Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's fine. Cleveland, Ohio. Newark, New Jersey. Buffalo, New York. Burlington, Vermont. What about the coat factory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about the railroad? What about the railroad going through Virginia or Vermont or whatever the hell it is? <laughs> anyway, the least hardworking state in America. This one you guys would have nailed if you thought of it. There's I think no someone question. from the chat may have gotten it. What did, what did they got? Is it somewhere in Hawaii? Nope. No? Because hmm. they yeah. have a very Hawaii, relaxed yeah. culture time. for sure. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, it's island time. The least, the city that slacks the most, the least hardworking city in America would be Detroit, Michigan. Oh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to work when you have a bunch of bullet wounds bleeding. Yeah, and plus, there aren't any jobs. That's the other big yeah. problem. There's got to be jobs, uh, though, in Detroit. I mean, no one's moving yeah, there because no one's um, afraid of it. We yeah. just had a friend that uh, was here and won't say his name, but his mother, uh, what is she, 98? 98. Yeah, she's 98. Uh, she still lives in Detroit in the same house that she yep. uh, raised all her children in. And she's surrounded by burned out houses. Yeah. A very dangerous yep. neighborhood. And she will not leave. And I, I thought that I had been reading that Detroit was making this comeback, and I guess it's not really true. The suburbs yeah. are doing better but not detroit no, no detroit's not <laughs> detroit's kind of the minneapolis of michigan thank you very much great yeah. to be here oh. <laughs> they've been working on it for a while yeah. i think they might accomplish it yeah they might they might find that out okay here comes the headline of the day though ladies and gentlemen this is the 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 family podcast headline of the day uh my pillow founder mike lindell very happy to be sued for 1.3 billion dollars <laughs> Jeez. Wow, that's what they claim that they that's, were damaged by 1.3 billion. That's how what they're saying. how were they damaged by 1.3 billion? Yeah, well, we have an attorney in our midst that could probably tell us that. How the hell would they ever go for that much money? Well, it just—they're never going to get that kind of money. My guess Why bother? Is, my guess is they either sued in New York or they uh, are represented by an attorney that's used to doing cases in New York. In New York, you can't when you sue, you can't get more than you ask for. So they ask for these incredible numbers, oh, I see. and also I it see. gets publicity. It gets part of the story. So uh, yeah, you know, but every once in a while, I'll see a uh, someone's a complaint by somebody here where they ask for all this. And it's like you don't need to do that, in Minnesota. You just gotta allege more than fifty thousand in controversy. So if you get removed, you can deal with it in federal court. And we don't ask for silly numbers like that. And so isn't. You know, isn't asking for a silly number like that trying to influence the case immediately? No, Shouldn't I, that be not I, something you could do? It gets but. covered in, you know, you get other cases and you got clients that call you up because they want money like that. And so, you know, they use it as a publicity thing, you know. It's, right. It's yeah. odd, though, that Mike's response, though, is that he's happy to be sued. I, I, I you know, I, think I don't he wants know the why. evidence. Well, he wants the evidence that he has to come out. That's what I he's watched the two hour video, so I have seen the evidence. <laughs> So. There's a two-hour video. <laughs> yep, he did a two-hour video on it. So, it's yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Here is the text. A better audio engineer, I can tell you that much. Yeah, there's times yeah. when he he looks away from the microphone and keeps talking, and it's hard to understand him. That's no, true. Really. Oh yeah, that is very yeah. true. So, 
here's his last quote. Please sue me, Mike Lindell said in January. On Monday, well, Dominion Voting Systems obliged in a big way found a $1.3 billion defamation suit against the founder of MyPillow. The staunch ally of former President Trump has kept up his allegations that Dominion rigged its machines to steal the election even after multiple warnings from Dominion. The company had previously sued Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani and attorney Sidney Powell saying their allegations of voter fraud have irreparably damaged the company. That's going to be tough to prove. That's going to be impossible to prove. No. That they damaged the the image of the company. It's going to be very hard, yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. In his suit, Dominion accuses Lindell of pushing what it calls the big lie to sell more pillows. That's That part is not true. That's not why he's doing it. Uh, the company says he offered discount codes linked to the conspiracy theory and heavily advertised on the right-wing outlets pushing it. Well, that's where he advertised anyway. Yeah, see this thing. The, 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 this this is going to get tossed. I would think nobody's going to win this suit. We'll see. I I don't see. I don't see how it's even possible. I don't know. Like I said, I just thought I'd read this. He says, "Very happy. I'm being sued for 1.3 billion dollars." <laughs> It's, like, whoa. it's an interesting, you know, discussion because, I mean, clearly, you know, there's been a lot of comments that have been made about Dominion, and they're being made by people who are upset because their product's been hurt because people say bad things about their product or that they've been hurt because of it. Mm-hmm. So there's, right. I don't know. I a, a lot of it, I, I, I think you either need to believe in boycotts or not believe in boycotts, but to... to just take a side on what good boycotts are and what bad boycotts they are. I, I don't know. It'll, this lawsuit will be interesting. I think the idea of wanting to be sued or th- looking forward to it is that's some. You know, it's my my favorite thing ever was right. when uh, Phil Mc, Phil uh, Mickelson talked about how good it was to be sued for taxes by the federal government. It's like mm, no, sorry, not, not something I want to ever be involved in. You know, no, I, I don't either. <laughs> yes, let's have the government sue me. What a yeah. great idea. That may be bravado, no, but you. I don't think you want to go through that process or waste that money. Yeah, no, God, it's a no. lot of money, and I don't know. We'll we'll see how it all turns out. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, well, oh, the only thing I can say about it is I'll sit here and watch because I'm not involved in it in any way, shape, or form. But I just, you know, I wish my friend Mike the best. Uh, you know, Michael Bryan, I've talked about this many times. I've seen Michael, Mike Lindell just kick out millions of bucks mm-hmm. to help people he didn't have to help. So there, he has a great side to him. So if he's a bit flamboyant... You could handle it. It's what makes it work for him. Um, the, the interesting yeah, questions with with uh, with Dominion are the question of whether or not there's an actual internet connection um, that I think needs to be addressed um, uh, to figure out what's going on with that um, to see if people no, can what, what make is that? changes. What are you talking about? Well, the, the the claim is is that there's an internet connection, and so somebody can go into the machine and affect. The way it reads or the way that it comes out with numbers. It absolutely should not have an internet connection. Well, it's, I would agree. And so, you know, so that's something that they claim isn't the case, and he says that it is, and so we'll see. Um, and then, you know, there's there's the um, issues that why certain states have decided to use it versus other states have decided to use it, whether there was kick, right. kickbacks or not, or whether or not there are oh. kickbacks on the other side uh, or not. And the, those are the questions I think need to be addressed because we want to have a good system. We want to have a good, safe system, yeah. and we want everybody to vote that's eligible to vote. Those are the two things that I want, or at least I believe are true. 
Now, what about what? Since when do we want a good system? We haven't had a good system ever in the United States history. Why would we want one now? I disagree. I think we have an overall good system of voting and that people have access to the ballot, which is important. So, well, as long as you're connected to the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I love teasing you with that I know. stuff. It I makes know. me very happy to tease you with that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. In any case, you got to take a break here because we have Kostaki Economopolis coming up next with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Do, 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 do. Is that how it goes? Not nope. Right. Not. It's not, not it. Is Kostaki ready to go? Yep. He's doing yoga. It's international. What? Do- what? It's, inter- it's International Yoga Day. Oh, so that's like gosh. a QAnon thing. You know, they got a connection between QAnon and yoga, apparently. That's yoga. crazy. What? Yeah. You, what? Oh, yeah. I actually read an article about that because, yeah. like, a oh, lot of God. yoga people are, like, anti establishment and all that stuff. And so they're, oh. like, getting yeah, in right. The whole we are. QAnon it's thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know who QAnon is. Yeah, I have I no idea who the hell anything. that even is. Who are these people? Who is What's that? a proud boy? I don't <laughs> understand any of these groups. I honestly God, don't know any of these groups. <laughs> like, Jesus. People? Why don't you grow up and get a job, for Christ's sake? It's just a thought. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, get, out of, so, get out of your mom's basement. Kostaki, <laughs> your interview this week with uh, Burrell on the whatever it's called, 50 Toasts or what it's called, that's really, oh, yeah. that's really good. That is really a good a good thing to watch or listen to. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I do a thing called 50 Toasts every uh, Tuesday night on Facebook Live and Twitter. Uh, come join me. Come follow me on social media. Last week was Robert Bur- Burrell, who uh, he's the host of a podcast, which is one of the fav- my favorite things I've ever done in comedy. They do a thing called Writer's Block, and they have comics on who are, who are kind of, they like some premises, but they're stuck on writing the jokes. So you send them to Robert and his partner, and they work on them, and then you guys talk for an hour and talk through the different, their ideas, and you riff and play, and 
it for comedy nerds, it's uh, it's Nirvana. It's great. I love it. See, there you go. So, what? When? When is uh, Catherine Brandt and Alex Brandt? When's that uh, toast on there? <laughs> oh, we should do it. And all of you guys are invited. Let's do. Come, come on. I'm the host. I, I can pull some strings and get you on the show. We can have the Tom Brady show. <laughs> the Tom Brady show. Yes, that'd be just great. That'd be perfect. That's called life. God. Tom Brady's already had enough shows. <laughs> He has indeed. It's true. It's absolutely true. We had a big quarterback so we, movement this week. Yeah. I thought we would. Uh, Carson Webb signed with the Colts. Like, hey, Indy, if you are the guy everybody used to love but not anymore, you could have gone with Jared from Subway. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Uh, Wentz headed to Indianapolis. Weird for me. Indy is less Carson, more Letterman. Seems weird that he would go there from all places. No. Uh, I agree. Carson, I agree. This is Carson Wentz's second chapter with Frank Reich, uh, who was once his offensive coordinator in Philly. I hope this is the last chapter. Nobody wants a third Reich. <laughs> Not good. Thank you. Oh, Thank you very much. Great wow. to be here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Carson you have any round up the Jews the jokes? <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Classic. Really nice. What a classic. <laughs> Uh, he's got big shoes to fill in Indy. Namely, that old lady who lived in a shoe with Philip Rivers. She has so many children. Know what to do. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Uh, a Buccaneers coach said this week Antonio Brown helped change the culture in Tampa. It was like, I don't uh-huh. know what's weirder a sentence with Antonio Brown in culture or a sentence with Tampa in culture. Wow. <laughs> Well, you know. Either way, way either way, city. I assume it's an STD culture. Just guessing. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we on all pro lines. We did some "It's so cold this week" jokes. These are some of the uh, submissions here. This week it was so cold. Belichick sewed the sleeves back onto his sweatshirt. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> Ooh, that is. It was so cold. Favre is sending pictures of his crotch and jeans. Uh, <laughs> really. That's a better shot, I think. Probably a better shot. Yeah, yeah. it's probably better. Uh, it, it's so-called team owners had their hands in their own pockets. Uh, Whoa, that's chilly. Huh? Ooh. So cold, the Colts decided to burn some draft picks. Uh, it's so cold out there. It's not a miracle when Tim Tebow walks on water. Totally, totally oh fine. Oh, God. Uh, Cold. The Texans are trading uh, Deshaun Watson for some thermal underwear and a space heater to be named later. <laughs> oh, that's cold. It's so cold. The Cowboys went to hibernation now instead of waiting until week six. Oh, that's Chilly. cold. That is cold. <laughs> that is cold. <laughs> Adrian Peterson said this week he wants to still keep playing and chase Emmett Smith's rushing record. Uh, and he's open to playing with Tom Brady. Uh hmm. A lot of people don't know this about Adrian Peterson. He's allergic to shellfish, and he didn't know that a few years ago. He ate a bunch of gumbo at, at camp, and he went to anaphylactic shock. And I know this is dumb, but that makes me feel better about myself because uh, there are a lot of things that Adrian Peterson can do that I can't do. But you know what I can do, Adrian? I can eat popcorn shrimp and live to tell the tale. Man, tell the tale, baby. Clam chatter, no God, problem. so nuts. He is Anna, a, he is a whack job of the first order. Oh, Adrian Peterson? Is it, oh, he's a whack job. You ever talked to him? No, I never have. 
Do you, ever, oh. do you ever see the camel picture? Yes, the camel picture. I hope it's the picture of him riding a camel. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. yeah, it wasn't a donkey. It was a camel. Yeah. He's okay, wearing good. a turban. He's wearing a turban when he's on the camel. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. oh is he? All right. How else did you ride a camel? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Anaphylaxis, that's scary. That's the thing that happens with the bee stings and the shellfish allergy to some people. Sounds like a Greek right. anaphylaxis or a, or a superhero <laughs> or a Greek superhero. This sounds like a job for anaphylaxis. <laughs> or your aunt, anaphylaxis, Greek yeah, aunt. My aunt like yeah, that's right. The anaphylaxis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I like it. Uh, Who would a Greek superhero be? <laughs> Watch out. Uh, Anaphylaxis is going to meet his sworn enemy in the next episode. Epinephrine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Have you been drinking? What happens when Anaphylaxis is stabbed with an EpiPen? Oh, it's going to be tough. <laughs> oh. Oh. Of course, Anaphylaxis lives in Queens with all the other Greeks. His least favorite place? Epi, Pennsylvania. <laughs> These are the jokes, everybody. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> have, you, have you been yeah, getting any relaxes. sleep at all? Yeah, it's a, I'm a little punchy. It, it could be the worst <laughs> stripper name ever. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, coming to stage number one, it's Anna Falaxis. <laughs> she just flops around oh, on the floor. That's not a very sure. That's sure. not a good show. Uh, the most common allergy is uh, grass and tree pollen called hay fever, right? Dust yep, mites are yep. up there on the list. Animal dander, insect bites, mold. <laughs> latex, pretty high on the list. The guy tells you there's a latex allergy, uh, latex allergy, and he can't wear a condom. Right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just an a-hole. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I found some very rare allergies. Aquatic uticaria, never heard of this. It's a rare condition. You get itchy and painful hives when you come in contact with water. Huh. Water like rain? Oh Holy cow! Yes, you think peanuts are hard to avoid, <laughs> but water? What? what? No showers? What do you just take yourself to the dry cleaners? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Yeah, some people are just allergic exercise. to water. Allergic to water? Yeah, exercise. Uh, what? Uh, yes, those people are called husky. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, thank you. Maybe. Maybe I have that. Honey, can I get a doctor's note? You know, my I got that condition. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are into money. Yes, they're called the poor. Yes, they are. No, it's usually coins. It's allergy to nickel sulfate, right? Huh. That seems easy to fix. Just give me the Benjamins. I don't need the coins. That's, who cares? Uh, Some people are into sunlight. Uh, yes, they're called computer programmers. Uh and <laughs> we'll close on this one. I'm sure Catherine will love this joke. Some Uh-oh. people are sperm. <laughs> yeah, uh, some people are into sperm. Yes, they're called wives. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, Catherine and Alex, you like that one? Oh, my God. Kasaki, what the hell's wrong with you? What a closer. Are you, are you what a closer. Are you traveling yet, Kostaki? I'm traveling, yeah. I'm at a rest area in North Florida. No, but are you out doing clubs? 
You know what? I sent my first booking emails last week. Oh, nice. And I'm starting to book stuff like summer and beyond. And I saw Jimmy Schumer oh, at, uh, at Mall of America on Saturday. So, was, Oh, I love Schumer. He was great. He was very, very good. He, he started out with the whole discussion about masks right off the bat. In his usual reverent way. <laughs> yeah, he's a little, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's not everyone's cup of tea in terms of politics, but he is, he is one of my favorite comics. Um, yep. I totally disagree with him about a lot of things, but I can't wait to hear what he says next. Yes. You know what I mean? I love mm-hmm. that guy. I, one of my favorite right. memories of, uh, of Jimmy is, uh, <laughs> he, he used to do this, uh, he used to do these running gags with comics. Like he would, whenever there was a young comic, he would always give him a hard time. He's like, "Hey, I saw your picture on the cover of Middle Act Magazine. Congratulations!" You know, he's always running. <laughs> That's real nice. <laughs> Good God! Oh, I love oh, humor. Well. He, he was one of my fifty lunches when I was doing this thing in real life. I took him to lunch and caught oh. up with him a couple years ago. Okay, yeah, he's a good dude. He used to hang with Sam Kennison. Huh. Wow. He was he, he was did, the, he was the young kid that Sam Kinison loved and dragged along to stuff when he was starting out in comedy. Wow, he was like the calming force, huh? Wow. Yeah, for a while, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Oh, Schubert. Wow. He's been around forever. I love that guy. Even he for Philadelphia, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a Philly guy. Yep. A Philly guy. All right, that's going to do it. Hell of a week. It's all I know. Kostaki was thinking of abandoning us. Hell of a week. It's Monday. Hell of a week. (laughs) How about a hell of a way to start your week? There, that makes more sense. Yes, that makes more sense. There you go. He really, really needs to go on vacation. He needs that vacation. Apparently, I do. Yeah, apparently, I do. It's true. All right. In any case, have a magnificent two weeks. No, 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 two weeks. There, Tom's taking vacation next week. Oh, next Disney World. Vacation. Oh, good. Disney yep. World, baby. We don't have next week off. Oh, that sounds cool. I want to hear a report on that. Forget it. You're out. You're out. You're out <laughs> of the Jude's like, Jude's like, I want to go on vacation. Jude's looking at me like, hey, it's 1 o'clock. What are you doing? Turn off the mics already. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Take care. With the family. <laughs>